Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Our text today is going to be taken from the reading in the Gospel of John, the text known as Jesus' High Priestly Prayer. We begin today, then, with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for your Son, Jesus, that he has accomplished the mission you sent him on, to die for our sins, to rise for our justification, and to present us to you holy and blameless. We pray this day, O Lord, that as we listen in on this prayer, you would comfort us with your presence and you would remind us of your love. And now, O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer, in Jesus' name, amen. What a strange place we find ourselves in today. We almost might feel like we're walking into the room in the midst of an intimate and perhaps even private conversation. And if you've ever done that, if you've ever interrupted or walked in on a very private conversation, you know that can, it can be somewhat embarrassing. Uh, today, as we listen in on the prayer of Jesus, we might find ourselves a little embarrassed. After all, it sounds like we're listening in on a private conversation. And you know, usually you're not invited into private conversations. That's why they're called private. And yet, this conversation that Jesus has today with his Father is not private, though it is intimate. It's a prayer Jesus begins to pray right there in the midst of his disciples. He invites them in to listen to the prayer. And so it is for you and for me. He invites us in to listen to the prayer today, to listen into this intimate conversation. So no, we need not feel embarrassed like we're trespassing in on a conversation we're not welcome to. No, 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 no. This is Jesus we're talking about here. And the whole mission that he's come to accomplish is to take away our guilt and our shame so that we might enter into an intimate relationship with the Father so that we might hear what Christ has to say. Jesus, therefore, is inviting us in. But now, if you start to pay real close attention to this prayer, you might find something else rather troubling. That as you're invited into this conversation, you might not fully understand everything that Jesus is saying. You might not fully grasp everything he's talking about here. I mean, it would take us forever to walk through line by line every part of this prayer and try and figure out what Jesus has to say. I've actually struggled a great deal preparing this message because there's so much and there's a lot in this prayer that I simply don't understand. But then again, what would we expect? We're in the midst of a conversation now that has been taking place since before, etern before I should say, time began. In a certain sense, here is eternity invading time. Here is heaven invading earth and we get to listen in. Here is the second person of the triune God who miraculously and mysteriously has shown up in our flesh now speaking to his Father. And in this conversation, Jesus speaks to the Father about his mission, about the mission that the Father sent him to accomplish. It's, it's, it's interesting to me, as we, as we look at this intimate conversation between Jesus and the Father, it all of a sudden begins to sound almost like uh, a military report in a strange way. 
Here is Jesus, sort of a, a field officer, returning to his commanding officer, telling him, here's the mission you gave me to do, and look, I've accomplished everything perfectly. Listen to what he says. Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son that the Son may glorify you, since you have given him authority over all flesh to give eternal life to all those whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had with you before the world existed. Here's the report, Father. You have given me authority over all mankind and you have given me those you want to save and I have done it. I have accomplished your work. I've done everything you've commanded me to do. Jesus has accomplished his mission. This is the mission he was sent on. And to understand the mission, we have to understand the situation he was sent into. God was looking down upon his creation. The triune God looked down on this creation which he had made, which was good and beautiful and righteous and holy because he had made it. Only to find that it had been corrupted, full of sin and evil. There was nothing more than ignorance of the Creator who loved and made this place. God found no knowledge of Him, no faith in Him, and as a result, there was no love for Him or love for His creation. God, if He was believed upon at all, was seen as absent, almost like an absentee father. And the heart of mankind had not seen God as a loving and gracious and intimate father, but rather as a father who was distant. Therefore, we needed to work hard and sacrifice properly so we might get his attention back, get him to love us again. Or the flip side of it was, just forget anything he's ever said because he's never around anyways, and we'll go off and do what we want. Fear, pride, selfishness, self-righteousness were abounding and all of it leading to death. Faith, hope, love, all of it missing. God our good and loving Creator was not glorified. For God is not glorified in sin. This world that God created out of love did not know Him. You and I, as born into this world by nature and choice, had replaced God with gods and goddesses that we had created after our own hearts. And so God had had enough God the Father, therefore, sent God the Son in the power of God the Holy Spirit, the one triune God at work to reveal the true God to us, to show us the glory of the Father, to show us the glory of God. But this revelation of the almighty triune loving God took place in the strangest sort of way. Not with armies of angels invading with light to, sh to, sh to sort of shoot down the darkness. Not with sort of heavenly, holy fireworks or something like this. But rather, God showed up in the humble flesh of a Jewish peasant born of a virgin. Who came to this world with one mission in mind. To die. And it's in that death that Jesus fulfilled the mission the Father gave him. 
It's in that death he glorifies the Father by doing his will and dying. And again, it's all so very strange that God would reveal himself to us through the death of his son. But you must understand that to to see the death of this Jesus is no mere death. It's no unfortunate tragedy, but rather this death is actually a sacrifice that Jesus Christ has made for the salvation of the world. Because in this death, he's paying the price for your sins. In his life, he lives a perfect life. He's perfectly righteous and now gives you and all who have faith in him credit for the good he has done. In his death, he takes your sins away and he dies for them. He sacrifices himself for them. He sheds his blood for them so that they are washed away. And in his resurrection, he promises you everlasting life in the presence of the Father forever. Everlasting life free from sin and death and fear and COVID and all of these other things. All of this Jesus has accomplished for you. All of it done for your sake to the glory of the father and in the hearing of this prayer today we find that jesus is telling the father into the father's ears the mission is accomplished so that we might proclaim into your ears that it's accomplished for you and salvation belongs to you the prayer of jesus falls on the ears of the father and his promises fall into your ears. Jesus says, I have manifested your name, speaking to the Father, to the people whom you have given me out of the world. Yours they were, you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything that you have given me is from you. For I have given them the words that you gave me. And they received them, and have come to know in truth that I come from you. And they have believed that you sent me, I am praying for them. Hear and believe this, for these are the words that the Father gave to Jesus so that you might hear them. He might give them to you. Jesus accomplished the mission. Your sins are forgiven, and eternal life is yours. Jesus is therefore praying for you. And this is a wonderful thing. You and I are here listening in on this conversation and by listening in on this conversation, we can draw such great comfort and confidence, especially in these very dark days. Because let's be honest, these are kind of dark days, right? Because we don't know what's happening. We're living in uncertainty and ignorance. We don't know what's coming in the days ahead. Every time we think we have it figured out and we start making plans, things change. Wouldn't you love to be a fly on the wall in the conversations that are taking place between the people who are in charge? Like, wouldn't you love to be in the conversations with, with, with the governors and with the president and with the leaders of the World Health Organization to know what they're thinking and what their plans actually are? Don't you think it would help? Don't you think it would give us some sense of clarity moving forward? Or maybe it wouldn't, actually. It could actually make matters worse. We just simply don't know. We don't get to be in on those conversations. But you see, it is not that way with Jesus. For here, with Jesus' prayer, 
God is glorified and your hearts are granted confidence and faith because Jesus has done what the Father sent him to do. He's accomplished God's will for your sake. And in this prayer now that we get to listen to, you have the plan. You know what God's purposes and will are to save you, to forgive you, and to redeem you by Christ's accomplished work on the cross. And he's done it. He's glorified the Father by saving you with his precious blood. After all, that is the glory of the Father. To save sinners. To save you. Mission accomplished. How do I know? Well, weren't you listening? It's the very thing Jesus has been praying about. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that Christ has accomplished the mission you sent him to do. And now, Lord, we thank you that you have granted us this word, the promise of our forgiveness and our salvation. We thank you, O Lord, that you have bestowed upon us the Holy Spirit to sustain us in these days. We beg you for the end of this quarantine. Please restore our fellowship, bring us back together. And in all things, Lord, help us to trust in you, knowing that the mission is accomplished by Jesus Christ. It's in his name we pray. Amen.